When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, power hour time inside of the locker room here inside of hour number two of the show, Wolf and we kind of been talking about the weekend and talking about some results, but most important of those results is the result of the Rams-Cardinals game and kind of figuring it out for the Steelers, who were got a, got a week off, got a chance to get healthier, got a chance to get some time off and kind of refocus and really deep dive into – kind of what the first five weeks of the season has been and really figure out who we are, what we do well, what we need to do better. So I figure this is an opportunity for us, Wolf. Self-scouting? Yay, you got it. <laughs> I had you a feeling got where it. you were going, my friend. Look at that. Don't you love when when your partner in crime knows exactly where we were? So we're doing this, right? So we're doing this. All right, let's go ahead. All right, is the car gassed up? Let's do it. Let's do it. Run across country. That's what we're doing. You know, it's like Uh, the A-team. You know, uh, Mr. T and George Papard, you know, and they would have that cigar at the end after everything comes in and Papard goes, I love when a plan comes together. You know, that's... Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yes, that is how we do it. We're ready for a Kessel run, man. Let's do it. (laughs) There you go. Uh, All right, so what... Here's the first question. Yeah. What is the Steelers' identity on defense? You know, here's the thing. I I just uh, I look at, I look at those two bookend guys. You know, and it's it's getting almost. I find it almost hilarious. It looks like a play that's designed between them, where one guy strip sacks the, the quarterback and the other guy gets the ball. You know, or causes a yeah. fumble that pops in you. I don't know. But, I mean, they're so – think about this. And I asked uh, Alex this the other day. I said, did Ronnie, Ronnie Stanley say anything to you after you had 11 pressures against him? I mean, who – that's a nightmare of a day, Max. I mean, you and I have both yeah. been there and, and understand. If we had given up, I don't know, 11 pressures, I think I'd have been 88 and out the gate, man. Oh, oh, no, there definitely would have been a, a changing of the guard at a position like, uh, maybe we need to go in a different direction. Uh, it's not you, <laughs> but it really is you. <laughs> it's not you, but uh, we got to go in a different direction. Oh, really? We got to go in a different direction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. 
So we're just gonna, we're just gonna, we're just gonna. Don't worry, we're just gonna move you on the depth chart. Don't worry, you're still on the depth chart. You're just not in the place that you think you are on the depth chart. That's all. That's all. Still show up to work. Still show up to work. Still, still come practice. Still come play. But no. And then you look at you know what the what the Ravens did in London right, right. after our game. So yeah. so you know it's capable in them. It's just that we seem to be their kryptonite, and I'm okay with that, Wolf. I am. I'm too. okay if you lo- if you lose your virtue against us. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. you're not quite the same guy because we are scary. Bah, boogeyman, boogeyman. Um, <laughs> I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. I I hope that even though Lamar had a great day against the the Titans defense, that he still looks in his closet for for ninety and fifty six. I'm right. okay with that. Yes, no doubt. You know, but. But I think you're right. We are a team that's that's very dynamic in our play structure, right? Like, it's not the we're going to be stingy every now. It's just great, you know, every single play. But we catch you slipping, and we and we will continually do what we do best, pressure you, get after you, wait for the mistake to happen, and realize that you're going to make a mistake. There's no there's no perfection that that's sought here against this defense. We are waiting for that mistake, and then we are going to make you pay and remember that mistake. And then we're going to do it so bad to you that it's going to be ingrained in your head the rest of the game. And so that's where this defense really thrives. They thrive in pass pressure. pressure. They thrive in hurried up, untempo-like throws because it can either be an interception, a PBU, and yes, we'll give you some underneath stuff. You 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 you'll get some underneath stuff, but we'll swarm tackle, and then the run game linebackers. I mean, listen, I still can't talk about how great it was to see how our linebacking core came together against a running team like the Ravens. No doubt, um, Landon Roberts, Quan Alexander, Cole Holcomb, and come. I mean, those guys came. They brought the hard hats and the lunch pail, right? They like did. they were heading to the construction site. <clears throat> And and they they were they were laying lumber and they were sl- and they were slinging the steel beams around. You know what I'm saying? Like they were they were causing a lot of a lot of issues. And I feel like even though I see that this is career numbers for Kyron Williams against the Cardinals is the best that they ever did, and they ran they ran the ball down their throats in the second half. Blah 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 blah. Teams might have some success on us, but in the run game. But you're you're not gonna have your career best day against us. And guess what? You keep running that football, that football is gonna squirt out eventually. Yeah. And that's where it is. And, and whether it's a Larry Larry Ogunjobi Superman punch <laughs> while la- laying fully extended out, or it's it's a situation where you get bottled up and it's a tackle for a loss, or hey, you miss the handoff. I think that's where. Our, t- our defense causes chaos for other teams' offenses. And, yes, we've had some lull games, yes. Throw in the San Francisco and throw in, you know, the Houston game. Yeah. But for all intents and purposes, this team is very, very physical, and they are stingy uh, when it comes to that. They've learned their lessons, and I feel like they're a better defense now, and they're playing great, better defensive football. So I would say dynamic is the identity for our defense. I would concur with you. Look, you start with the outside, you know, the twin masters of disaster, and that would have be, be of course, Alex Highsmith and T.J. Watt. Then you move inside. We don't even yet have 
the 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 guy on the inside back in cam yet and i'm hoping that you know he's getting closer and closer coming back to it's like i told him i, I saw him the other day and i said Hey Cam, what's up, buddy? You're you're like my hero, and here you are. I said you got two groins. What are you gonna? What do you need? How many you need? Right? I mean, you got two. You only need one, right? <laughs> he looked at me, and I thought, ah, I hope I'm not pushing it here at all. But regardless, <laughs> you know, hey, I, hey. you know, it, it is what it is, right? I mean, you have fun. It like is that. what it is, and you know, you you have to let time heal. Cam has been so. Uh, durable for us, you know, that this is the rest period. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, where we are with DeMarvin Leal. Right. I think DeMarvin is starting to come into his own yes. as a player. And seeing him paired up, him and Keanu Bitten play very well off of each other. And they really push each other and challenge each other. So, yeah, I would love to see that. But you know what I, what I was encouraged about, Wolf? What's that? From that Ravens game? Seeing Keanu play out in the three technique and not just the nose. Oh yeah. Did you notice that? I mean, yep. that was that was good to see that we're now finding and I think his role's expanding to where he can have dual threat capability. Kind of like we saw with DeMarvin Leal last year, where we, we explored with moving him not 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 from just over the tackle, but an actual edge rusher. And how he flourished in that, so he was he was causing destruction from a two point stance as well as a three point stance. So I think we're finding out for these young guys kind of what they can do. Like, what more can you offer? You know, are you just a one trick pony, or are, do you have multiple talents that are waiting to be discovered? And that's what we're getting an opportunity to do in the absence of Cam. But it's going to be oh so great when we get Cam back because listen. That guy is an absolute manimal. Oh, he's he a manimal. He is. You know, part man, part amazing. Um, <laughs> when, when, when he when he when he when he gets when he when he gets his angry man hat on. So you know, even though we don't have him, I think we're finding expanded roles for defensive players, and guys are guys are rising to the occasion, which, which is also nice. And of course, TJ and, and Alex are just TJ and Alex. They're gonna make it do what it do. And they play well off of each other. One forces flow to the other. The other one capitalizes on the opportunity and then vice versa. It it just, it happens. I mean, think about the two force fumbles that Alex has caused. They, they, they pump, they pop right into the midst of TJ Watt. Right. That, like I said, it's a, like a play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that, that's the epitome of teamwork right yes, there. You know what I'm yes. saying? It's like here, like, hey, hey, no, they'll look at you. I'll pop it out and then I'll bounce it back to you. Don't worry about it. We got this. We got this. All right, on two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got the we got the strip sack re, uh, scoop and score on two. Ready, break. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Now let me. So oh, I do ahead. like that. All right. So no, yeah, I was say, oh yeah, yeah. You're talking about the identity, defensively speaking. I I agree with the dynamic stuff. The <laughs> thing that hopefully they're clearing up is the tackling problem because they went into the bye week. Uh, or prior to last week, having issues with tackling. They, you know, before the Baltimore game, seventy-nine percent of the rushing yards came after first contact. Thirty-nine percent of the passing yardage came after uh, after the catch. You know, those are things that they got to clean up. And I think they they took a big step, and especially with the pair and the spare as Mike Tomlin calls the three guys on the inside linebacker position, Landon Roberts, Quan Alexander, and Cole Holcomb. They all, you know, I mean, combined, they had 
In that game, they had 23 tackles, one sack, and four tackles for loss. And the missed tackles dropped from eight against Houston to one. I think the padded practice was just what the doctor ordered to get the you know, a little bit of more of the, the mind in sync with the body and the body in sync with the mind. Uh, it, you know, it's like I always say, it's the same thing as having referees there. You know the referees are there. You pay more attention to the details because you know what can happen if you don't. You know, they stop practice. They make you feel like an idiot, and you get called for holding or, you know, whatever, whatever transgressions. So you pay more attention. The intensity ratchets up a little. Same thing when you put the pads on. You pay more attention to the the, the fine art of tackling, that sort of thing. You know what I'm talking about. And I think uh, dyna- dynamic is a way to describe this defense with the advent of the guys coming on like DeMarvin Leal and uh, Larry O, of course, with the huge contributions he's making. I'm worried a little bit about the secondary, and I think that will flesh out. But at the same time, it always reminds me. I just, I, I, I just got to – Joey Porter's got to have a little more playing time, I think. What do you think? Yeah, I think, I think Joey has earned that opportunity, and I completely agree. I think when you look at how he's progressed over these five weeks – getting more reps, getting more – and answering the call. And, you know, none bigger than in the Ravens game, right? Right. End zone interception. Um, timely playmaking, that size with that speed and that competitiveness. And we already know what's in, what's in the bloodstream. You know what I'm saying? We know what the DNA right. is. And I think, I think you, if any time to kind of make those moves and increase those roles – is coming out of the bye. And I think I, I fully expect to see a little bit of a change up in the uh in the rotation and in the dynamic of what we put out there for starting, especially when you think about having those two receivers for the Rams be out there. I want my best DBs, my fastest DBs out there. Because for Cooper Cup, Ooh. he's a technician. Boys, he he's ever. technically sound, and he and he knows he knows how he knows how to route run, and he showed you that even though I had time off, I used my time wisely. Yeah. I didn't just whittle wood, you know. I whittled my route running. I whittled my cat my, my 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 catch focus. Right. I I worked on stronger hands to to carry through contact and still hold on to the football. Like he did all of those things. Uh, so you're gonna need your best on him. And then Puka Nakua has showed you that. He, he, he can demand a double team because he's a guy who can go and catch in a lot of different awkward positions. So it's going to take a full rallying effort for the secondary to corral in these, these two guys. Because I, I, think, I think we're good with linebackers covering the tight ends. Tight ends have not really had huge success against us right. um, this season. So I feel good about the linebackers on those type of receiving types. But, yes, secondary, exterior, secondary, corners – that's where I think we have to really lock in and really get the right guys in there. I just don't see how you can ever match up a Cooper Cup with a linebacker, though. That just, that, that to me, never. Just, yeah, never. just watching that guy operate. Um, he does a great job of presenting himself uh, numbers to the quarterback or route running wise. You know, his outcuts, they're, they're 90 degrees. They, he doesn't allow people to get underneath them. Just, Little stuff, the rub routes that they do, you know. What I mean, and if he's if you're yeah. backed off on him, he he'll gobble up that that empty space you give him with a little out route, and he and Matt Stafford like ching 
that's like easy money when you back off them and give them, you know, like a 10-yard cushion or 8-yard cushion or whatever it is. Well, well, that's his secu- he's his security blanket, you know? Yeah. Like, when in doubt, find, find, find Cooper Cup. Yeah. And I think that's where you have to make sure that you're not giving Cooper those opportunities, that you're not presenting, you know, such an easy target for him, an easy out, so to speak. And that you are getting into a situation where you're challenging him. You're challenging the throwing window. You know, running some of our quarter stuff and keeping him underneath, but also gang tackling at the same time. You know, not losing sight and not getting the top blown off of you by Nakua, right, with your with, with, with your safeties. Like, those are all things that you're going to have to really work on because let's say, this Sean McVay offense has been dynamic over the last three or so years. They've not been that dynamic. They, they're now starting no. to have to grind things out because they can't depend on the run game, even though you had a great game by Kyron Williams. Right. But that's just one game that he's had. There's no consistency yet. So if you can cast that doubt back into him, you know, with shutting down the run early and forcing them into being one-dimensional, then they're not as great a team. And that's where they start to struggle. And that's where they've struggled since their Super Bowl year and into last year and, and into this year. They struggle with those aspects. So – it will be very interesting, and I can't wait to see the challenge because I feel like our team is up for the challenge, and I think we we are the better team coming into this contest, but we still have to go out and prove it because we still haven't played our best team game yet of the year. No, we haven't. And one of the things, the Rams, I mean, they, they, they scored, I think, 20-some points against uh, the Cards in the second half. But that's the first yeah. points or to first touchdowns they've put up in the second half all year since the first week or second week, something like that. I mean, they, in other words, they're having trouble getting things kick-started in the second half. You know, it, it does sound familiar, doesn't it? But the fact is, yeah. you know, you they, they were able to kick-start their, their second, uh, the second half, of, uh, you know, last week. And I, that's the same thing. I believe at any time we are capable of just getting this whole thing, you know, lit up and get going. I, I can we we can write this ship. There's no doubt in my mind, and I really think coming out of the buy, there's some things that I I hope that they're thinking about, um, and we might have to do a little thinker right now on our own, you know, and uh, you know throw that out this week. What do we think? That is there any alternatives to what we're doing? And I I would put out to you, you know, I would love. I, I just read something by Jerome Bettis the other day, and we were talking about this last week, or I'm sorry, last year. We were talking about a fullback in front of Najee Harris, you know, and how that I I, I still go back to watching uh, Kendrick uh, Green playing the fullback position and what that would have been had they kept him here and did a little bit with Najee behind. That would have been fun to watch. I think they could have had some some that could have gotten some traction. Yeah, no, I I completely agree that that that's one where I really wish that we kind of got better in that type of situation. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to a point where we're feeling uh, comfortable enough to add that into the offense, but you know, we, we didn't get that. So now we kind of have to pseudo retrograde retrofit um, those type of elements with a Connor Hayward um, in the game, but using that motion for Connor, getting him a little bit further back and not just on the wing position, I think. Right. um, To give a little bit more of a lead type of feel to it, as opposed to using him as kind of, kind of the guy that's a wraparound extended uh, tight end 
um, in the situation. I think more H-back, more fullback-esque roles would be in the cards to really get Najee going. Uh, you know, I love where Jalen's at with it. Jalen is is very skilled, and Jalen's just he's one of those guys like he can run between the tackles, but that's not what you want to do with him. Like mm-hmm. Najee's the guy that's the tenderizer, right? Right. He's the one that allows for those plays to pop when they're supposed to be right inside, kind of on the edge in the B gap, and then Jalen pops it to the C gap, you know, and he gets more edge running going, whereas Najee squares up the shoulders and he and he's 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 going to hurt you. Like that's what it is. And Absolutely. then the more that he hurts you, the more energy he gets. You know, yeah. <laughs> like he's yeah. he's an angry runner that builds over time, kind of like Derrick Henry, where <clears throat> you know you're a big physical back, and then when teams turn down that tackle because they don't want to hit you anymore, or they don't come with full force because they're, they're because they're cringing and kind of tensing up right before contact, and the arms might not grasp all the way around because you're tensing up your biceps and you can't wrap fully around a guy. And Najee drives through that. Like, so it's a good one-two punch, but it can be an even better one-two punch in the backfield. And think how much we could add to the offensive punch in the backfield if you and I took out Connor Hayward, we take him to our favorite buffets, you know, or maybe Sushi Bomb. Yeah, teach him how to, you know, yeah. put some weight on. Get some weight on fast, right? Then he could yeah. really pile drive in Proper. there. R- Rosie Proper. Rosie Nick weight. style, right? Proper weight. Yeah. Proper <laughs> weight. That's all we're here. We're here to provide proper weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Far it's not bad weight. It's not. It's, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. We we, we got to sell the story, Wolf. You got to sell the story okay. to get us free food from the st- and and get Art Rooney to give us uh to give us a credit card to go take him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 no. no. We're we're gonna show him a good time. No, no, no. It's very productive. Research and development. This is research and development for play. For play for player performance. That's what we're going to sell it on. <laughs> I like that. But you know what we're going to sell right now? We're going to sell these commercial breaks right now. And we're going right. to step aside for a minute, and we'll be back with more inside the locker room here on ESPN and SNR Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Well, one of the things you want to develop as you're going along here during the... Uh, you coming out of the... Uh-oh. Oh. Ooh. Those sounds. A little magical. Maybe something's happening. Something's stirring here. Wesley Euler at the SNR breaking news desk here. Gentlemen, good news on this Monday morning. Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson and Steelers running back slash returner Anthony McFarland Jr. Both return to practice today. Uh, Deontay Johnson officially opened that 21-day return from IR window, but practicing today, as he indicated he would last week, same goes for RB3 and kick returner Anthony McFarland. I'm Wesley Euler at the SNR Breaking News Desk. Max and Wolf, back to Yens. You know, for a moment, I thought it was like, uh, talk like a pirate Monday. You know, <laughs> Wesley's going to get a <laughs> McFarland. Ah, Steve the pirate. <laughs> So, oh my gosh. Uh, love a good dodgeball quote. Yeah. <laughs> so we got Deontay Johnson, Anthony McFarlane, um, James Daniels. Is there any word on that, Wesley? 
Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Where, where's scouring the, the, where's scouring the music? The, the There's air. no music. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. There you go. All right. So we're still nothing, lacking nothing yet on Nothing yet on right. James Daniels. All right, because that's going to be important, Max. And, and what I think is so important is just what we heard with Deontay Johnson coming back. And I'm assuming Pat Fryermuth is back already because he was talking about last week saying he was ready to go. So anyhow, um, the Steelers are 24th in third down conversions. They're converting at 37%. Um, last year, the Buff Bills were the top third down converters at like 50%. So that's you want to be around 50, obviously. I mean, that's uh, where you want to be. And in 2022, after the bye, they they were converting at 54 percent on third downs, which is that's that's just super, right? So what I'm saying is that, and we've talked about before, Deontay Johnson is a first down maker. This guy, as I pointed out before, 86 receptions, 52 percent of them resulted in first downs. 16 receptions came on third downs to convert the play into a first down. The, the, the bottom line is there's too many third downs is what I'm thinking. What, what, what say you, my friend? Yeah, I, I, think, I think there are uh, a lot of thirds. And, <clears throat> and with the conversions, right, they haven't been like the easy variety. It hasn't no. been like third and two, third and three. Right. These are third and seven pluses yeah. where the first and second downs don't coordinate to keep you on schedule, as we'd say, right, Wolf? Yes. Where you're getting three, four yards per play on the first two to then put you in that third and short range, that third and, you know, slightly medium, you know, the five or lesses. And and that's where I think that's where it hurts our third down conversion rate is because usually that means you're doing good on first and second down. Normally we get the third down and we haven't had success on first and second down. And that's what leads to a lot of the three and outs that we have is because then now we're pressing to get those extra yards. And the routes that are available to us normally have to be a little bit more extended. The quick hitters aren't as quick. You know, when it's third and seven and your DB's playing five yards off coverage, where normally if they're in a press in a third and three situation or a third and two, now you can now if you beat them right off the line, boom, Kenny Pickett can put it right on you immediately. One step slants lead to first downs. Now it's right. Now I have to let it develop a little bit more because the the DB's playing zone coverage. He's playing off. And then, you know, those 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 five yards that the that the right receiver has to now chew up to get into um to put into into actual contact with said defensive back to get free now takes a little bit longer because that defensive back can see what the wide receiver is trying to do and so that's where it it changes and then of course by that time pressure blitz package on the interior something's going to affect kitty off of his point and force him to have to move and now he's lost what his his first read was going to be you know if his first read was supposed to be to the left He's getting forced out to his right. Guess what? Now there's a new there's a new number one read because yeah. now we've changed the launch point. We've cut the field in half. The second that quarterback moves to a, di- a direction and makes a declaration, everything on the opposite side of the field is not available to you anymore. And so that's where it's been tough. And Kenny's still learning along the way how to deal with that and what those adjustments are off of it. And, you know, it's just it, – it's not getting successful. But when we're in rhythm – when we're in flow, things are going well. It's pretty special when they are. But now we're building the contingency plans, the what-if plans now with, with, with how he's moving in the pocket based on pressure. 
You know, the thing, again, I, I go back to, and the long, unrequited uh, lament from both of us in, in some cases, but a little more under center. How about a fullback? You know, um, maybe yeah. some jumbo offensive lineman, a little power game, shrink it, play action, and then come back with Jalen Warren in a spread package. I think you could really do some, you know, I don't know, consternation for the opposition. You know, when you roll out some heavy packages, then you come back with a, a lighter, speedier, more, uh, you know, spread out type of thing. I think it, it has its place. It has its value. Yeah, no, it, it, it does. And I think that's where, where you're talking about how offenses work today in the NFL, right, right. Wolf? Uh, a lot of the philosophy is we don't need a fullback. We need more. The answer is more wide receivers, mm. right? That, 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 because that's the position that gets added when you subtract a fullback. And I think there's a time and a place for that. I think when a team doesn't have a third defensive back or the slot's kind of questionable, right. absolutely. Absolutely. Completely agree with it. But there's, there's always a sense of balance. And, you know, when a team does not want to play you tight to the line of scrimmage, when they do want to play you looser, when they do want to play more zone because they are scared of that slot guy potentially, sometimes if you can just line up in a good old I formation mm-hmm. and, and just, just run a nice lead play up the middle and know that, my offensive line can really focus on the double teams of the down linemen and get them moving. And we'll take the weak side backer and the strong side back. We're going to leave that Mike backer for the fullback. Mm-hmm. Like this, this, this is the, you know, we're putting the short neck committee on, on notice. <laughs> like the short neck committee. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're, and we're going to see how much of a downhill banger your middle backer is when he, when he has, 230 pounds of, of, of pissed off of pissed off annihilation in the backfield. You know what I'm saying? Like Thunder Dan Kreider, right? Oh, the John yeah. Coons of the world. Like that's Rosie that's Nicks, where, baby. Rosie Nicks. Yeah, exactly. Like those are what you want to see. You want to see, hey, mano y mano, I've got this, I, I've got this pit bull on a leash, and I'm about to unleash him on you. Mm. Can 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 you fight can you fight this? Can you fight him off? And I don't think you can. Because the one beautiful thing about a fullback, they don't run away from contact. No. They embrace it, they love it, and they want more of it. They're, they're the offensive lineman that didn't grow tall enough. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, And they're like, like well, I'm not going to grow taller. He, did, he couldn't yeah. get seconds because me and Dale were eating so much, you know, so fast. Yeah. You know, you got. And, and, and I'm sure he probably put you and Dale uh, in, in, his, in his mental imagery <laughs> when he probably hit a couple guys. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Craig, you're that middle backer. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Almost like Waterboy, right? Yeah, you're water- you see that face went, on somebody. Yeah, yeah, the face on him. Water sucks. <laughs> it really, really sucks. No. Um uh, and so, you know, and and so but sometimes you need that type of physicality where it's close quarter combat and it's I'm going here even though you don't want me to go here. And I'll tell you I'm going here, but guess what? I'm still gonna go here. Like that's kind of what you build with a fullback. And it also gives your offense, you know, confidence because your offensive line is like, man, we get to go forward. Wow. And guess what? We ain't got to get the guys fast scraping over the top. Now, nah, we'll take the slow play guy that's playing the backside, you know, cutoff lane 
And we can get to him as soon as because we can double team. We got about an extra second to really work on this down lineman because the fullbacks got the mic, and that's where we want it to go. And we can handle up everything else. We'll make it creating the creating the funnel for both of those guys, the fullback and the running back, to run through the lane on the first level. That's what I like. And I know that seems antiquated to today's high flying score, throw the ball around the yard, you know, backyard football style. But that's sometimes you just need that as a balancing act for an explosive offense. Even though you have great personnel on the outside, you've got to be committed to doing it and just showing it because it will show dividends in the second half of games. When teams are tired, they're nicked up, they're bruised, and they don't want to hit as hard. So now the run game does pop. And the second you're like, okay, we need an eighth guy in the box, bringing that safety on down, Red Rover, Red Rover, send safety on over. And then now you get one-on-one coverage on the outside. And now you can take advantage of the other Circus George, since we have a caller named Circus George, uh, George Pickens. Um on the one-on-one coverage on the outside, him go get a 50-50 ball and just make something spectacular happen. Or the technical precision of a Deontay Johnson. Or you have the seat, the seam police and Pat Fryermuth, who's going to own the middle. And, of course, I'm still waiting for Darnell Washington. I'm still going to keep right. on saying it. Darnell Washington, I would love to see him inundated into this office. I really thought we were going to see him in the red zone two weeks ago. And he was wide open in the middle of the end zone. So I'm hoping that as we get through this, we get more repetitions and we start to develop our identity offensively, that you'll realize the asset that the big man is. No question about it. I think going forward, that's going to be one of the things or one of the areas that I'm sure they're going to explore with more targets. But again, going with the thought of a fullback and, and under center play action again with screens available even more so. I think the screens are really even more effective when you get a little eye formation stuff going on but again regardless I think with the rollouts that Kenny is capable of having and then going from zone blocking scheme to a little bit of man blocking and back it it all has its it's like um great uh ability to succeed at certain points in time you know what I'm talking about certain down distance capabilities that 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 you know bring to bear when you roll out certain personnel and formations and I think Boy, I would love to see us explore some of that because I really think, you know, between Najee and and Jalen and having kind of like almost a little different offenses for each, and I say little just because I'm talking again about the acquisition of using a a fullback. I shouldn't say acquisition, but about using a fullback to lead. I think Najee would do really well with that. It would be fun to watch. I think um, it would be like a real hammer type of – uh, you know, series that he would use in, in that play, playing style. I, I don't know. I think Najee would just cut him loose a little bit. Yeah, no, and listen, listen, I, I completely agree. Um, I think because that's what Najee knows. That's Najee's experience. That's why Najee got drafted was based off of that play capability. You're kind of changing what you saw that you loved in Najee Harris as a running back, right? And I'm not saying that He's stymied or he's held back because he doesn't have it. But I also think that we haven't explored the full capabilities of what Najee can do because he's never had it since he's been with the Steelers. And it hasn't been an emphasis. It's always been single back. We'll use a lineman to kind of substitute it. And Najee kind of feel your way out. But when Najee 
was at his best at Alabama. And trust me, I watched him for, for years. Right. Um, and covered those games. It was a fullback. And a fullback just added an extra level of dynamic capability. And that's why you see it in a Tennessee with a Derrick Henry, also an Alabama fullback. Uh, also Alabama running back. Um, that's why you saw when Mark Ingram's at his best, it was with a fullback. I mean, look look at what Christian McCaffrey does. Right. Yes. It's with a fullback. And he's and he's leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns and rushing yards, right? So there is a utility. There is tangible information and data points out there to suggest that certain running backs and benefit from having the fullback in the backfield. Yes. Do you pull an extra guy in the box? Yeah, absolutely. But guess what? Running back's gonna miss one. I'd rather him be missing on a safety than missing on a on a on a free freewheeling middle backer. Right. I can tell right. you who who wins that contest nine, you know, <laughs> nine times out of ten. Right. Right? Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's business decisions versus business description. Uh that's really what it comes down to. So you know, so I think that's just so. I, yeah, you're right. I wish we'd explore it more just to see that capability because I think it could really set the identity. When you're talking about you have an owner and you have a team that's saying we want to run the football more, well, that's that's a, the most easiest and quickest way to diagnose and cure running game ills. Insert the fullback. Absolutely, I go back to Ray Lewis and, and Danny Kreider, and I go back to Rosie Nix and Vontez Perfect. There was some great. Great clashes between those guys. Loved it all. Okay, we got to take a break. We'll come back with more here in the locker room. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, we are inside the bell lap. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are inside the final segment of the show today. And, of course, I would be remiss if I did not offer some information for our lovely listeners out there in Steeler Nation. Reminding you to gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. That's right. Located inside of Akershire Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tangra Outlets, or if you don't even feel like getting dressed and interacting with human beings, you can go on online at shop.steelers.com and order from the comfort of your home. Yes, I think when we look at that, Wolf, I mean, there's a lot of cool items because, you know, obviously outside of the Intercept Cancer, now Salute to Service um, is coming up very soon. So if you want to get on top of that, your favorite, uh, you know, one of my favorite times here, I love the apparel um, that the Steelers offer and that the NFL has for Salute to Service to honor our servicemen and women. Obviously, people like... I would say inside the locker room zone, Kyle Jacob, yes. your son. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, I look at my cousins, uh, yep. Officer Timothy Duke um, Davis, right. you know, my cousin who's, who's been in the Air Force for over 25 years. Wow. Uh, you know, you, 
Your your beautiful bride also being yes. an Air Force vet, she right? Very, yeah, she served in the yeah. Air Force. That's right. So I mean, there's just family. My cousin Warren, my cousin Eric. I I I got family, you know, going back. I'm sure, like you, like all the way back to World War World War One, um, and serving in different capacities. So we love our servicemen and women. And, you know, salute to service is a great time to kind of show that respect and show, and show our spirit and show our, our love and honor them. Um, By the way, you really missed it, out on Jersey Mike's. I, see, you know, and the fact that she came on the mic with a mouth full of like a Max, turkey sandwich. Max, you couldn't, have so, time, you couldn't have timed that read better and everything because Wolf's eyes just lit up and he's like, oh, this is an extra 90 seconds for me to look. Exactly. He's, he's like, Max is doing a read. All right. All right. <laughs> Take another couple of bites. I can get a little capicol. You know what I'm saying? We did have a little, a little prosciutto. <laughs> yeah, babagoo. You know? Yeah, manja, manja, manja. No, yeah. oh, man. I do, I do miss that. You know, it would be great, you know, if I just, you know, just send me a gift card or a little coat or something, and I can, I can, I can have Festivus with the rest of you guys. You know, Festivus for the rest of us. You know, kind of right. is the mon- moniker here. Uh, and yeah, no, I, I just get left with, you know, it, it's, it's breakfast time. My family's already left the house and I'm just kind of Wolf, in my office. Wolf's wiping crumbs off his hoodie. <laughs> of course he is. Of course he is. He, pr- he probably got some of that olive oil and vinegar okay. mix on there too. He oh. just can't see it. I got to know what Wolf went with and what Max would have gotten with. So Jersey Mike subs just dropped off a whole bunch of stuff here at the station. Okay. Wolf, did you go Turkey or did you go Italian? I went Italian, baby. So did I. Max, uh, what would your always. choice have been? Oh, I tell you, more okay. meat the better, look at, right? Look at I mean, us. I'll, have, I'll have yours then. Look at us. Look at how copacetic we <laughs> yeah. are here on the show. I mean, all three of us there going to synergy Italian, right there. Synergy. Oh, you know the it, only baby. difference is only two of us are actually getting to getting to actually enjoy that. <laughs> well, the third one just has to realize he has to wait till 10 a.m. Pacific time before the store even opens. <laughs> For him to go pay for it himself because nobody's going to drop it off at Max's Max, place. Max is going to be like Danny DeVito in those <laughs> yeah, jerseys. Exactly. He's going to be waiting there with his yeah, chair for the exa- people to show up. Yeah, no, I, you know, I would be more like Peyton Manning. You know, cut that meat. <laughs> cut that meat. <laughs> oh, you're not going to have the giant nose that Danny DeVito did, huh? No, no, no. I'm not, not going to have that cuts. one. No. Get some cold yeah, cuts. Cold cuts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, but, heavens. Uh, Oh man, but no, that 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 is great, you know, and, I, and you always appreciate that, right? Because that that it's the gift that you never expect, right? But it's the gift that's always welcomed, and that's food. You oh know? man, was that nice, you know? Because I think I think how many times do you turn down free food in no. life? Never. <laughs> may, may, well, maybe your aunt's fruitcake. Maybe that's maybe the, the one next exception time will be the, the first time. Yeah, the next time will be the first time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll see if it happens. <laughs> Does the iron will meet opportunistic scavenger? And scavenger, scavenger always wins. What are you gonna do <laughs> with a Jersey Mike? I mean, you're gonna go for it. And we got and one of the one of the nice sales ladies out there. She said, "Oh, I think the kind that you want the ve- the veggie is over there." I'm like, "The veggie? No, no, the veggie? No, no, no. no. I, I no, am a, no, I'm you a combine the veggie with the carnivore sandwich. There you cause, go. Because your because your wife's listening. So yeah. Faith is listening." So saying oh he didn't go with the veggie no, no no i put the veggie on top of the italian so i doubled it up i there got exactly go. what i needed with what i wanted you know it's the best of both worlds take the top off of one 
take the top off the other, smash it together. There you go. Healthy, healthy wolf. Oh, yes. That's, that's exactly it. Well, what a healthy show that was. Indeed, my oh, friend. Oh, my gosh. It was great to get back in the saddle. Yes, it was. Uh, you know, Wolf, we missed you. We love you. Missed you. Love you, and, bro. And, you know, our prayers and our thoughts are with you and the family. Thank you. Because um, it, it doesn't end here. It's the beginning of a new journey. Yeah. So, you know, we're here with you. And, uh, of course, as, as, as we digest... For this week up ahead, literally going up today, the Rams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're literally going to be digesting. Uh, you know, I think well, I think some of the things to note as we get further into this week, Wolf, uh, that participation of players who gets added back into the fold, right? You know, hearing an Anthony McFarlane, right, and a guy who had a supreme preseason did not have the opportunity so far this season. Uh, and now getting him back in the fold. Now you get a three-way rotation with backs. It's going to be awesome getting Deontay back. We'll see about confirming Pat Fryermuth, James Daniels, DeMarvin Leal, and some other guys to see where they're at. And as we move forward, obviously we'll have the Mike Tomlin press conference tomorrow. But that is it for the show for today. We are done. They're going to they're gonna finish their lunch. I'm going to go scout for lunch ahead <laughs> Make sure you make it a great day out there, Steelers Nation, and we'll see you on the same black and gold channel at the same black and gold time here tomorrow. You've been inside the locker room with Wolf, Starks, Ninja, especially Wes, CJ. We'll be back tomorrow.